millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How you doing, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. In this one, we're going to be going through our Friday night games. It's nice and uh, rainy here. In Sydney, I've finally got the uh, the long sleever on, but we're gonna just going to start with a, a few general points about last night. And I've got a lot of people jumping in and, and saying things about certain players that you know might have had a, a bit of an average game last night. We had guys like Tino, um, Jake Turpin, these types of guys that just didn't have a didn't have a great game. And obviously, Tino's had a couple in a row, not so good. Just think, there's there's multiple guys in this game that are able to stay consistent this whole time. You think of guys like Toe Harris, um, Andrew McCulloch, these these types of players that are going to very be very close to their to their average score most weeks. But then you've got other guys that are gonna be much you know much more up and down. They're gonna they're gonna score a twenty to thirty one week, then get a seventy or eighty. And someone like T- uh, Tino is someone that, that is exactly like that. Turpin has also had games where he'd get like a seventy and then he'd pick up a, a thirty or forty and and yeah, you know, I think the the flow of the game these days it depend it depends on where where that's at as to how you're going to score. Sometimes the game is is right through the middle and and it really suits those middle guys. And then sometimes it's it's very flowy to the edges and and there's not as many tackles in the middle and stuff like that. So the discrepancies in those tackle counts can be can be very big. And you know, someone like Turpin might get you know thirty last week last night, for example, or he might get fifty to sixty. So. Just be wary of of that when you when you're looking to trade out a bunch of players, and and I'd be giving guys a few weeks. Obviously, I did trade Damien Cook out, but that was more about the uh, the makeup of the team, and and you can see that it's worked out okay because we got Braley as someone who is going to be scoring pretty well this year. I wouldn't expect anything close to this average of 81, somewhere around the 50 mark. But when you got when you got him um, and guys like Turpin and and Little and stuff like that, and Watson doing well, that could cover the whole competition. That was. That was the main decision for me there. Um, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. I just wanted some general thoughts there. But I'll pop into this in, into this Knights and Warriors game, and <clears throat> we've got another example of that down below because we were talking about Bailey Sirenen as being a pretty decent option, and and last night I only got the 39 minutes, which was a little bit interesting. You know, didn't 
Last time he got 49 and had the HIA, this time he, he went off pretty early. So I'm, I haven't heard anything as to why that happened, but that's what can happen with, with these guys that are in the that mid-cost um, you know, mid cost in that 470, that you know, guys around that, that mark that aren't established guns. They're going to have some, some high games and they're going to have some low games. And my worry for him was that last year he had a bunch of really good games and then he had a bunch of games where he'd play 80 minutes and get about 30. So, And that's kind of what he was looking at last night if he played the 80. So... 24 tackles, five misses, um, you know, an error there with, with 44 run metres only. And that was, you know, not good for anyone who decided to bring him in. But it just shows that these middle-tier middle, middle tier guys, they're not guaranteed to score amazingly well. And I'd just be, uh, just be careful with, <coughs> with trying to pick up those kind of guys. Moving back to the top, and Bradley was awesome. 61 tackles for no misses. That's incredible. If he can keep, you know, somewhere between 40 to 50 tackles in every game, He's going to, <coughs> sorry, he's going to end up being close, very close to being a keeper by the end of the year. Um, yeah, he snuck a snuck a nice try and got a turnover tackle. So awesome work for Bradley. I think he needs to bring him in. He's, he's going to make you know close to 100k this game with his break even at zero for for 84 points this round. But amazing work. Anyone decide to bring in Mitch Barnett has done really well. You know, 72 points, four goals in there, but. Just did everything well. Only had the, the two negatives in the two missed tackles, but 147 metres, 37 tackles. There's 51 in base already. You know, price is 686. That's already just above his uh, his his total there as to what he needs. And then you've got you know, the extras in the tackle bus and offloads and you know, turnover tackles and goals. So really good if you if you picked him up and he's got the mid and the edge. Be interesting to see what happens when someone like Fitzgibbon comes back. You'd expect Barnett to, to keep that spot. It looks like Watson's done pretty well in his time so far, which we'll talk about shortly, but you'd, you'd imagine Barnett will keep that spot and Fitzgibbon might come off the bench. Um, Frizzell, come over to the Knights and, and he's playing the 80 minutes and, and average, averaging 67.5 over the first two games. So very much the same thing, you know, getting high tackle counts, 130 metres and then a few tackle yeah, a few tackle busts and, and his turnover tackles. So he's really good in defence and I'd expect him to get close to one of those a game. So Frizzell has, uh, has been a great option. For anyone who's picked him up, he's someone that you know, is probably a little bit of a cut price keeper, but he has had years in the past where he gets a bunch of 60s and then goes back to sort of that, that mid-50s average. So just be wary of that with Frizz. Heimel Hunt had an awesome game on the wing, but we won't want to talk about him fantasy-wise. Toe Harris, just just tradesman-like. If he didn't go off for his seven minutes, he, he probably would have got you know close to 70. So awesome work for him 44 tackles 136 meters there's 57 straight off the bat and he's not someone that misses many tackles or anything so a great option for anyone's side if they're if they're looking to upgrade and, and lock in a keeper who's not going to play origin Bradman best how special was he it was a really good game this one i thought like back and forth both teams should should do fairly well this year i'd expect him you know fighting out that sort of six to to ten spot in the ladder but um unfortunately i tipped the warriors and and best broke my heart at the end there but that's okay. Um, definitely a keeper, guys. He's looking even better this year, and he's still 19, just remember that. So he's someone that we're, we're going to want to bring in at some point in the year, and if you kept him, he had that bit of an ankle issue and, and came on and, and still smashed it with 62. So a 53.5 average, I'd expect somewhere in the high 40s to 50 average for him over the season. For those who kept the face with Wade Egan, had a really good game and actually got uh, disallowed a try as well. So he could add, he could add you know, somewhere in the 70s, which would have been great for him. But 55 tackles was awesome. It was good to see him get the 80 minutes for those that, that kept the faith for a 46.5 average over the first couple of games, which is going to bring him some nice price rises after a 1K loss. So really happy for him. Mitch Pierce has done really well, a 70 and a 60 over the first two games. And 
and with no um, with no Blake Green, with no Kurt Mann, he's bit done the bulk of the work. But just be aware if you're thinking about bringing him in, you've got Green coming back, and he will take some of those kick meters, for example, because 28 from kick meters. But he's always someone that's tackled well, 27 tackles for, for one miss, and he's running the ball a bit better. So really good start for Pierce, and if you started with him, great. If not, try not to stress too much. Jacob Saifidi off the bench did well. Much better than Daniel, unfortunately. So where's uh, where's my mate that, that was spruiking about Saifidi last week? Let's see if he pops up in the comments this time. But um, this is kind of you know the scores that we'll expect Saifidi. He'll score a try one game and get close to 70, and then he'll get games in the in the 40 odds with with 50 or 55 minutes so that's that Watson for 52 and 53 minutes worked really hard at 41 tackles for zero misses so that was awesome I really like him coming off the bench actually I think I think he can get the odd tackle break and and run well through the middle and then just come on and and tackle hard when you've got some of the forwards around him that are getting a bit tired so him and him and Braley in there you know between them no misses for what's that 100 tackles on the dot so Awesome for those two. He's going to make a lot of money. He should be up over 60K this week with a low break even. Clemmer did pretty well. Only got the uh, the 50 minutes this week, so a point a minute for that time um, to, to go along with his 64 last week. So really good if you picked him up. You'd be happy with his two scores so far. Cody Nikarima looks like he's going to be pretty solid around that 45 to 50 mark, which is great. If you picked him up, he's going to make some cash, but should, uh, should bottom out around the sort of 600 to 650 mark, so only a little bit more cash to make. So I fed you, we spoke about Roger. So a lot of people are stressed about Roger at the moment, and look, I don't think it's warranted. He's someone that hasn't had really any tackle tackle breaks. He's had four tackle breaks over the first two games, which is really low for what he'd normally be. The metres game was great for him. So he had over 130 metres in the first half, which is really strong for him, and that's, you know, you'd expect for someone that's going to be averaging over 200 metres gain that he's going to get somewhere, he's going to average somewhere between three and four tackle breaks a game, which he just missed out on those, and, and he hasn't scored a try yet. He got a couple of nice try assists, which which helped him out. But, you know, when you've got guys like Brimson, who we'll speak about shortly, who is having, when he has a low game, it's a low game. For Roger, a low game's in the 30s to 40 mark, and it doesn't kill your week, right? And then he's going to have a game where he scores a try and gets a, like, you know, seven, eight, ten tackle breaks and gets 70-odd. So try not to stress about someone like Roger, and if you've got him in your team like I do, just um, just hold strong. He's not playing, he won't be playing Origins, so there's nothing to worry about there, and he's going to be, he will be a keeper across the year. 38.5 average over the first two. It's nothing to worry too much about when he's priced at 46, 47. So much other, many more issues to worry about in our squads. Well done to anyone who has Tex Hoy, really good game, 44. Looked uh, a little bit more in the game, but had, had 10 kick defuses, which was great. Um, only the two tackle breaks. He, what I will say, he just didn't look, he doesn't look as sharp as he did last year. I feel like he, I don't know if he's a little bit timid, but he's not running as hard, which is a little bit annoying. So hopefully he can bust out a couple more 40 scores and get that price rise, those price rises going before Ponga comes back. Fanua Blake was a bit more bit down this week in the minutes, especially if he did have a bit of a calf issue. So if you had him, uh, don't stress too much. He had that calf issue, and, and he should get back to bigger minutes going forward. A few people spoke to me about Pompey, you know, center and wing fullback. He's going to have the spot for a while and did score a try and got 42, but at 395, he's not someone I want to be t- thinking about. Eli Katoa played 80 minutes for only 39, so it's really low for him. Um, had one or two really strong runs, but other than that, no tackle breaks, which was really interesting. Lisa Narmel with 46 minutes, so a little bit of an uptick there, and, and he's done really well again, so he should make some good cash, but already priced at 398. 
he he was a bit too high for me with some of the other options. You have Alvaro, Lenny, these kind of guys. So thirty nine was a was a good effort with no tries and, and no extras. I think if you brought him in, you'd be pretty happy with that. Uh, Mamalo, not really an option. Murdoch Masilla got a try, but it looks like you know his minutes aren't going to be big enough for him to be a good option. Tavanga, if anyone had him, thirty three uh, points this time for forty four minutes. Didn't didn't have to spell Egan at all. Um, so not great and this is kind of the minutes we should expect going forward unless there's some injuries Harris Tavita had a pretty low first half and you know with with the missed tackles and and didn't have any attacking stats so this is again kind of the low you would expect from from Tavita he does like to get in and tackle and and will you know make a bunch of runs and and a bunch of kick meters but yeah that's kind of the low you'd expect and you'd think more scores in the 40s but 41.5 average so far is not terrible for him um, and then anyone else, yeah, no one really, really else important. Fusatua got 24. If you've got him in your side, he's not going to make any money for you. A few people mentioned Bunty Afoa about bringing him in as an option, and, and those type of forwards are only going to get like 30 minutes. You've got Lisa Armo over him. You've got 26, uh, 17 in 15 minutes, so just didn't get just didn't get enough minutes. Um, we spoke about Siren, and so there you go. That's that game, and we'll roll over to the second one. Guys, if you're enjoying this, please uh, please hit the like the like button. That's the best way to support the channel and, and hit subscribe so you can see more of these as we come out each day with some videos. All right, Broncos Titans. So another another pretty decent game if you're a Titans fan or if you're a Fafita or Pengai Junior fan at you know seventy six seventy three. There's a bunch of nice scores in here and I'm really interested to see who who brought in uh, Jared Wallace over the, uh, at the start of the season because he's uh, he's done really well this game especially with the try, but. We'll, uh, we'll start at the top and Pangai, especially when he came on that, you know, the second and third stint, just so aggressive. We got got fifty one minutes this week, and if he gets that, you're going to expect some crazy scores because he he runs he runs for a lot of meters. Meters. He has lots of tackle breaks and, and offloads, and you're just waiting for him to do something crazy. He was he was getting pretty rough with Fafita, and you'd hear Fafita after the game, and he's like, "Yeah, we're, we're brothers, like we're best mates." So um, it's funny he, how he works, but. If anyone who brought him in at the start of the season, he's going to start making some good cash now. For Fida, I was lucky enough to bring him in this week um, and, and helped out the squad. He did get a HIA, which made him go off for a certain, got the 65 minutes, but but two tries. He's so damaging. It's crazy. Um, you get him one-on-one, and, and it's just it just makes it so easy for for him there, especially when it was up against like Tessie New, Milford, and stuff like that. Um, I thought he'd get a few more tackle breaks off Ricky, but he only missed two tackles. So um, really good efforts from him. And with that extra 15 minutes, you know, should be able to average a little bit, you know, closer to 60-ish or 65 without without all the crazy attacking stats because he didn't have to make too many tackles and you'd see what he'd get in a few extra minutes. But Jordan Ricky repaid the faith for those that decided to keep him. I know a bunch of people were looking to get rid of him, but that's going to start getting his price rises going. And, and I think he's going to be a good option for, for sides going forward. And, in a, you know, you'd say pretty much close to a perfect game for him. He had, he had two missed tackles... Um, early in the game and an error around you know, closer to half time, but then after in that second half he just dominated. He got a nice line break, but just did did everything right, which uh, which was great. And I think will give him a lot of confidence going forward. So well done for him. And then I'd pro- I'd make sure I'd be playing him each week because yes, he might he might get a thirty in a bad game, but you don't want to miss out on the seventy when he goes nuts. Uh, we spoke about Wallace; just did really well. Forty one minutes for sixty eight, like awesome work. I wouldn't be bringing him in though. Mitch Rain, anyone who have it, anyone who brought him in, fifty four in his forty seven minutes, so forty tackles in in forty seven is crazy. Did really well. Thompson's done two weeks in a row, fifty two. So if you have him in your team, good stuff. I wouldn't bring him in though. 
Croft, just a couple of sneaky 50s and just doing just doing a bit of everything, even though his actual footy hasn't been that great. So, yeah, well done for that. My big worry is bringing in Milford, and, and that's part of the part of my chat at the start is, yeah, what happens with uh, with these guys when they they have one good game and, and we know what Milford's like. He's going to have a bunch of games like this where he gets in the 20s and, and doesn't play very well. So, yeah, people were saying, oh, he's a, you know, you've got to trade Lamb for him and you watch Lamb get coming out and get 45 tonight and and smash, oh, tomorrow, sorry, and, and, and smash Milford's score. But, yeah, just be wary of those type of guys. They're going to be rocks and diamonds and, um, and you have to worry about them a little bit as they're week to week and they, they just put so much pressure on your... Uh, on you mentally to to want to rage trade them, you know. So try not to do that as much as possible. Fodawaka, Jolliff, Asako got 46. So I think people would be happy with these eight tackle breaks and 180 metres. So well done if you have him and started with him. Testing you, I, I was telling a bunch of people to actually play him over Avarillo this week. And I was thinking he was due for a cheeky try and, and he did get that. And that was a pretty good effort and, and got a... You know, a nice little uh, line break assist offload and, and just did pretty well overall. Just had the, the ten, 10 points in negatives for the missed tackles, but got 15 tackles and, and did a little bit with the ball. So really happy with him, and he'll start making some good cash now. Uh, who else we got? Glenn put two decent performances together. Carrigan, only 39. So these are the minutes we were expecting. Without those injuries last week, this is what we were thinking, but I, I would expect his scores to be a bit higher than that. But you can see a bunch of guys in the middle like him, Turpin, um, Tino, these kind of guys through the middle didn't go as well in this game, so it was a bit strange, especially with Fogarty as well. I, I was looking to bring him in, and I think this is going to be one of his lowest scores of the season. That's my bold prediction. Only had one run for 13 metres, 220 kick metres, 13 tackles, which is very low for him, normal, and four goals, so didn't really do much at all, and a lot of the work, you know, a lot of it was on Fafita's side, so tailored to Fafita. Taylor didn't score any well either, so seven missed tackles for him um, was annoying. And where's his uh, turnover tackles? I don't know why he hasn't got any turnover tackles. Is that right? No, he got three. That's right. I missed it. Um, yeah, did really well. A few little guys tackled him, and 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 he did well with that one. But um, going off track now. Tyrone Peachy, thirty-four in forty-five minutes. So got the try assists and everything. And the for, the forty-five minutes is the, the annoying one. Last week he got what mid fifties to get a score of 49. So if you brought him in, you'd be a little bit alarmed by that, but that's going to be kind of his low score. He has been someone that's been up and down like that very regularly. So don't stress too much about it, but yeah, you get a 34 and then you'll get a 50 odd the next week. Turpin, as I said, not much through the middle. He had 35 tackles for three misses and, and just a 25 metres gain. So there wasn't a lot happening there, even though he got the 80 minutes, and that's what you've got to look at. If he's getting 80 minutes, you'd expect... You know, somewhere in the 40s each week. And if he does well, he get you know, 50 or 60 with, you know, 50-plus tackles. So I wouldn't be stressing about him. A lot of people are like, oh, I've got to rage trade him. Yeah. But he's priced at 40, and he's averaged 42.5 over the first. So he's, he's still going to make a tiny bit of cash um, with him not scoring anywhere near that, I'd expect, for the next bunch of weeks. Tino. A lot of people are going to be worried about Tino now. Priced at, what, 43 and has 33 average over the first two. And he had 22 in his first stint. And then came back on and just started missing a bunch of tackles. So and he lost his he had a tackle break that they that they'd given him and he got rid of they got rid of that. So not a very good game for him and, and a bunch of people were looking to trade him out. And I think if there's some really good options you probably can, but yeah, we we spoke about him at the start being the fact that he, he's probably going to need a bunch of attacking stats to to hit that fifty odd plus average and he hasn't gotten any yet. So 
this I think will be his lowest game of the season. Fingers crossed, but um, that's my thoughts with that. Yeah, Milford just didn't have a very good game. Who else have we got? Anyone else? David Mead. Yeah, as I said, the other one I wanted to speak about was was him and people going, yes, like, he's amazing. Get him in quick. And now your price risers are going to be stifled. So 270K, I expect him to stay close to that or just under 300 for the rest of the year. Obviously, it was a pretty bad game for the Broncos, but that first game of the year was just a perfect one for him. And I don't see it improving too much. And then Brimson. So unfortunately, we got a 23 average over the first two games. So just didn't get to do anything at all. Only 83 metres, which is really weird. Six tackles, you know, four missed tackles was was just, you know, one of the worst games he has all year, even even though they won. So watch to see when they really get it together. And, and you know, a few of those are, you know, some long runs where he got, he got a tackle break early on and just none of them end up going through or anything like that. So he'll, uh, he'll work into the season and, and get scoring closer to what he did at the back end, and, and he's someone that you've got to you've got to keep the faith for a little bit because he he will be a keeper come the end of the season. So there you go, guys. That's our that's our update for the Friday night games. I hope you uh, enjoyed that analysis and enjoyed those games. They were they probably went exactly as as I expected. I said I, I tip Warriors and, and tip Titans in this one, but I I could have very much been none from two from those games. But uh, enjoy that, and I hope you uh good uh, have a hope, hope you go well for the rest. 